If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm the therapist Tess Brigham and I'm the attorney Brooke Brigham and we are doing our Sister Wives Rewind. Today we are talking about season 3, episode 8 and 9. So episode 8 is Another Wife and episode 9 is College Bound Browns. All right. Wow. So this Another Wife is a 21 minute and I have to say I wrote a lot of notes <laughs> I know, because I, have, I was fascinated. I have the same amount of notes as the one that's yeah. twice as long. Yes. Um because Another Wife was quite an a fascinating um episode, I have to say. Yeah, and I I don't know. It just doesn't seem like Andy and Nicole really want another wife. Uh, no, they don't. <laughs> um, and I, poor Nicole didn't really get to talk much. She looked no, like a deer in the headlights most of the time. Poor Nicole. Yeah. So Andy and Nicole are their former neighbors and friends um, from Utah of the Browns, and they're in in their church, mm-hmm. but. Andy only has one wife, Nicole, Nicole, (laughs) and they have six kids. And so this episode becomes about, you know, why, (laughs) why, why are you in this church? You know, and you you only have one wife. What's happening? Well, I do. I have to say, because when we left off last, last time, it was that 4th of July episode where it was left off with them just utterly miserable they had gone did they go to yosemite no they went to big bear big bear that's it they had gone to big bear it was miserable it was terrible no one was happy and so they said you know life was a mess and cody says summer is over and school starting and um even hunter is feeling it he's feeling better he's playing with truly and he's signed up for football all right so there's glimmers of hope maddie (laughs) is says she's gonna have a good attitude and she's lightened her hair she's lightened her hair so janelle her children are doing better and there is light at the end of this tunnel so thank god because poor janelle was really going through it she was her kids were not happy so uh, yeah, so Andy and Nicole are coming over to see them, and they are very, ex- very excited. And we get these interviews with Andy and Nicole, and they believe in plural marriage, but he just doesn't know what to do. They don't know what to do about this. He's, yeah, he wants to know, how do you date when you're married? And it's like, well, you know what? You just, just Google. Do it. <laughs> you just do it. But <laughs> what I think is so funny what? is you. I've got to believe... There are probably a million websites dedicated to this exact topic, or all you have to do is Google it. There's probably a million people out there that can tell you how to do that. But if he's 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 raised in the principle, Mm -hmm. he's watched people all around him, his parents, yeah, you know, 
um, he's in this church, everyone in his church. What do you mean you don't know how to date when you're married? Just look around, Andy. Andy doesn't want, he doesn't want to. Well, that's the other thing is I was, because I've watched this episode before and I forgot six kids. So you're bebopping along and you're having one kid, two Mm -hmm. kids, three kids. Like you, you've now had six kids. Like, so that means that the two of you have been together for a while now. Mm -hmm. You've really, you do, the two of you do not want to have more. No, the two of you don't want this. It's very clear. You've been put, you've been procrastinating on this for a long time. And honestly, the problem is what you needed to do was do what Cody and Mary did, which is get someone in early. Right. You know, before you don't wait. So now the two of you are. Yeah, you're settled in this life. You enjoy it. You know what it's like. Mary didn't have enough time to know what it was like before. Yeah. Although Mary pipes in and she says that her mom had six kids when her dad started having more wives and kids Mm -hmm. because they came to plural Yes. Uh, marriage later. But that's different than Andy and Nicole. They've been in it for a a long time. So it's like, come on. Oh, did you see? So they go out to, what is it, Mount Charlotte for a oh, barbecue. Mount Charleston. Or is it Charleston? For a barbecue. And then did you notice, so, you know, Andy's talking to Cody and Cody's like flipping burgers on the, on the grill. Right behind, there's Truly just walking. <laughs> Did you see her? Oh, no, the, I she's that. like walking in the solo. Uh, just super walking. Um, yeah. It's like, it's almost kind of a where's Waldo thing <laughs> where you like, you have to spot truly alone unsupervised. Yeah. Every episode. Um, and so Andy says that he wants to meet someone who already has kids. So, cause he feels like a newlywed needs to meet another newlywed that he feels mm. very awkward about. Right, meeting some young woman, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah that at least he's considerate of that. That he doesn't, you know. I guess he must be thirty-seven. So he's saying, as a thirty-seven-year-old man, he shouldn't be dating an eighteen-year-old. Um, oh, thank you, Andy. Yeah, this at least too he's smart for this. Yeah, religion. at least he's a decent person. But I guess so. He's feeling a little bit. Like, I, I don't want to go out and marry. I mean, he doesn't yeah. have to marry an 18 year old, but I think he's feeling as if I shouldn't. I don't want to go and marry even a 25 year old and then have a whole host of kids with this person and build this life with this person and then do this. You know, I don't think he even wants to have more kids. I don't get the sense that he wants that. I think he wants that person to have built in kids and then bring them right. in. I don't know. Yeah, no, because, you know, Cody and Mary and Janelle and Christine, they're all around the same age. And that's that's how you're supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but then, they, then they, they start talking about, uh, you know, how the Browns are now living in separate houses. They're not all living together. And then Andy says something that pissed off Ooh, Christine. Yeah. He said that it's like... Uh, a divorce because they aren't living together and Andy is actually uh concerned oh wait this isn't related anyway um Christine got really pissed by that mm-hmm. yeah she did the divorce word which I can understand but yeah well but Andy keeps I mean what's hu- what's of course obviously now humorous about all of this is that Andy keeps saying, well, Cody's been successfully able to court other women. And it's like, well, not really. No. I mean, he was able to in quick succession, have these other women come in and that worked because they all came in very quickly. But yeah, Robin, the, the Robin factor. Didn't yeah. It was work. too long. It was, it was too, too long. long it didn't work. And, it, and, and yeah, that is a problem. The two, bringing in a woman now with with um, Andy and Nicole, I think, would be a huge problem. And you're seeing what's what's going on. But I thought this was interesting that Mary said that she said people ask her all the time if you could choose to be monogamous, if you didn't have to do this. She said, if I didn't have to do this, would you would you be would you? And she said, I wouldn't do it. Mary said that. Well, she said she wouldn't have chosen polygamy, but for her faith. And it's kind of like, well, yeah, duh. What? What? It's only because of your faith that you're doing this. 
Yeah. And if, and also for, but, the, but, but, the other, uh, but then why, then, oh, it's, anyway. it's dumb. Uh, Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a dumb statement. <laughs> it makes no sense. Um, and so now we're at Christine's and they're having Sunday service with Andy and Nicole present. Isn't that exciting? We've got like wow. fresh blood. So there's praying and singing hymns and Cody's preaching. And this, this, <laughs> all the wives talk. Oh my God. This was hands down, I think, the best. Christine, you talking about Christine? Are yeah. you laughing at her Christine's? little sign? Her, yes, her sign. So if you ever need someone to talk to people, who, who do you call? <laughs> who do you call? You call Jesus. J-E-S-U-S. Yes. That's God's anytime. number. Yes. I call him all the time <laughs> when I need someone to talk to. Or just yell out, Jesus Christ. Anytime. That was so weird. And she had, like, props. She yeah. had a cell phone in her hand. Was that? That was so weird. It, it was weird. And then, God, my notes in this section make no sense to me now. Um, but oh, and then Christine said something else. This was the other thing she said. She said, well, since Andy and Nicole are visiting, we decided to have Andy speak. I'm like, oh, so Nicole doesn't get to speak. So Andy starts talking about basically Andy in a roundabout way says he praises the Browns for speaking out about mm -hmm. their faith, essentially. Um, and Cody, who loves any attention, yeah, just eats and Cody's up. eating it up, and he's talking about, wow, you know, he's just so great. And then you pan the room. Oh, I know. All of the kids so are funny. like barely paying attention. Half the kids are coloring. Oh, yeah, the, the other half kids are, are clueless of what's even happening. They don't understand any of this. The teenagers are really just like tuned out. Could care less. And then Christine tells this story about McKelty. McKelty's really getting it. Yeah, I don't believe this. And then we we see this image of McKelty like just staring. Like, <laughs> staring into space. And and Christine's talking about, oh, she's just so proud of the family, you know, how we're changing people's mind about family and faith. And we're back to McKelty, just like a typical <laughs> teenager, just like, oh, when is this gonna end? <laughs> Stuff. Oh my God. And then Cody's back up again. We're like, oh, God. This, I mean, these kids in this Sunday sermon, they must be just wanting to just. I wonder how long they did this, this Sunday. Oh, how long? I mean, how many know, how many months or years they yeah, had to do this Sunday yeah. service for? Because I'm sure they gave it up at some point. But. Oh, yeah. Because at some point they stopped filming it, right? I mean, Oh, well, yeah, maybe they were still doing it, but they stopped filming it. I don't know. But I don't remember seeing it after, you know, the first few seasons. Well, wasn't it McKelty that had an issue with them filming it? And yeah. here she is. I think so. that was earlier, though. That was when they were still... No, but this was in Vegas. I was feel like we, ta we talked yeah. about this a couple weeks yeah, ago. No, I that she had that. An, she had an issue with it. So suddenly she doesn't have an issue yeah. with it anymore. So how did that... So how was she able to... I don't know. I don't. It's just, it's, I don't know. I, I think when all of those teenagers got older, I think they just abandoned it. I really do. Oh, yeah. I think they just refused to participate. Or, or maybe once they got into the cul-de-sac, maybe. I don't know. No idea. We'll find out. Yeah. So anyway, Cody's back up again. And he's talking about bullies. And now we've got to get into the whole Warren Jeffs thing and the FLDS. And I guess when this was, we're now in, um, is this 2012? Are we in 2012 now? Well, the or show 2011? started in like 2010, right? So it's, yeah, it's probably like 2012. So I guess this is because these two episodes that we're covering today are a lot about Warren Jeffs and, mm -hmm. and what's going so that on. Was so when this was, was about this is all when this is happening. So, you know, this is all about Warren Jeffs and FLDS and all of this kind of stuff. So he has to talk about how Warren Jeffs is a big bully. Yeah. And then he starts talking about, um, oh, that Warren Jeffs reminds him of King Noah Benzena. <laughs> from the book of mormon and then he went off mm. on that and i was so bored yeah i mean i can't imagine how those kids felt in the room i was so bored i could barely you know 
pay attention yeah, to I, the television. I didn't, even, I didn't even write down the king's name. I could have <laughs> I could have cared less about yeah, this king no. Ben Zena. I like because honestly, and I I don't want to offend any Mormons out there, but I don't even really believe this Mormon religion is really. If you really research it. Well, Tess, I think you are going to offend some Mormons. Maybe you should stop I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, all religions are based upon stories for which there is no proof. Yes, that is true. I mean, come on. Yeah. Look, there is no proof of, of God. It's That's why it's called faith. Yes, that is true. You yes. have to have faith. faith that something you've never seen is, is true, true. Yes. and exists. And you know what? I believe in the universe and I don't have any proof of that either. Exactly. So you know what? I'm sorry, Mormons. <laughs> You're right. Yes. Let's not offend like the religious community here. Okay. I know I've offended we other have people. Enough problems. I have enough. I've offended <laughs> other people, so I'm not going to offend that. <laughs> no, okay. it's just, we're, it, this is nothing against the Mormon religion. It, it's just, we don't like Cody. Yeah, we don't like his sermons. We don't like listening to him. And that's really the issue. Yeah. Because if he told us something interesting, yeah, I'm you know open what? I, to I, hearing I feel, it. Yeah, you know what it is? This is the thing. Because I used to have to, um, I used to work at a drug and alcohol treatment center. And we used to do these group, we used to have to run groups. And I made it a point to try very, very hard to make my groups really interesting for people. And I was a big believer that if you, people had to come to these groups you know, and I'm a big believer that if people are showing up to a group, they had to be there. These kids have to be there. God, make it interesting. Mm -hmm. And I just, I felt for those kids. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's working very hard to make those sermons interesting. Well, he's talking way above their comprehension level. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, that's why, you know, they have in churches, they have the Sunday school, which is basically where you break these things down to a level where kids can understand it. Because if they're just sitting there listening to the main yeah. um, service, a lot of it's going to go over their heads. You know what? You know what they needed to do? They needed to break that up. Christine should be teaching the yes. little With kids. With her sign. She's got her props. Yes. That's much yes. more concrete for them. And Christine should be teaching the little kids. And then Cody should, or, you know, Cody should be teaching the older kids. But even for the teenagers, they need it to be interactive. People mm-hmm. need that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, it's just, oh, God, let's just get through that. So, um, oh, God, they just keep going on and on about Warren Jeffs. And Christina saying she's upset that society thinks that that's the norm, I guess, you know, for like polygamous. And I wrote, but isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I mean, uh, how many people, how many polygamists out there do you think are like the Browns? I don't know. We don't, but we don't get to meet. Yeah, I mean, we don't. That many. I don't know. I just, yeah, because all we see, all we see are these, you know, documentaries about all this stuff. But anyway, um, they, uh, I don't know. She starts talking about how, you know, they don't want to alienate these people, you know, the Warren Jeffs people, and drive them further into the shadows. Mm Hmm. I don't know. A lot of what Christine says, I don't understand. Christine, I've noticed increasingly in this season, and I was uh, watching a few ahead, like into the next season. She's like going through this really annoying phase Mm. where she just the things she says are just like goofy and like, what are you talking about? Hmm. So I didn't really understand. No, I think what she was saying was they don't want to. So I think at this point, right, Warren Jeffs is in prison. He's gone. But there's still all of these people connected to the FLDS that are still listening to Warren Jeffs, that Warren Jeffs still giving them messages. Right. Yeah. And that they want to rescue those people. But the fear is if they start criticizing him, Mm -hmm. that they'll continue to retreat and go into the shadows. Right. So they want to help them that they don't. But. So they don't want to outwardly criticize FLDS and criticize the church and and all of that. They don't want them to continue to retreat, essentially. Mm -hmm. So that's it, that they would like for them to come out of the shadows. But as long as our society continues to persecute them, that they will continue to hide. But But the problem being 
as long as you continue to listen to Warren Jeffs through prison, there's nothing yeah. you're going to continue to listen well, to and him, and you're not going to hear anything else. And there's else there's is other people there just taking his place and continuing on and probably mm-hmm. you know, saying the same things. So yeah, I don't know. I'm bored with it. Okay, bored with Warren Jeffs. <laughs> So then all the adults decide to go on a dinner cruise yes. on Lake Mead. And so now we're back to poor now Nicole. We're, now we're back talking uh, about this plural marriage Well, shit. Mary's asking Nicole about it. And um, yeah, and this is where we are, you know, they ask Nicole, like, well, what do you think? And Nicole, of course, is like, like a zombie, like... It would be good. The kids would have play dates and there would be other moms and it would be good for and we will go to the celestial kingdom. (laughs) This is is my faith and this is going to be good for me. Right. And then, of course, Robin has to ask about sister wives. Don't you want sister wives? (laughs) And um, and she's just and, and I mean, this this is when Nicole can't even really you're like, yeah, I she can. She can barely muster any energy for this conversation. No, no, but she's and and she's just like, well, I'm really, you know. And they ask her like, what's the fear of all this? And she's just fearful of like not having Andy around of, of this man yeah, being, and him not being around for her kids, and just not, like Cody's can't be around for all of his kids. Yeah, that's, you know what? Nicole is right. Yes, Nicole has some sense. <laughs> Like she knows that this this is not right, and Christine's like, I don't think she's ready, and it's yeah. like, no, she's never going to be ready because she's not stupid. She knows that it's going to be destructive to her marriage and to her kids to do this at this yeah. point. Yeah, maybe it, point, maybe if it had been done a long time yeah. ago, but at this point, they have six kids. Come on, yeah, you know, neither one of these two want this. Neither and of them I, want. I it. would really. Uh, kill to get a uh andy and nicole update yes of where they are now well but that's the whole thing right which is what i don't understand is this if 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 cody preaches choice I mean, we see this in the next episode that we're about to get into but like cody preaches choice they're all about choice so why can't this be their choice why can't this if if they believe in plural marriage that's fine but why can't someone just say well for me this is what my marriage looks like like right. why does it have to be plural or marriage? the right person just hasn't come along yes perhaps some you know perhaps someday someone will but or maybe not in this you, lifetime but you can't force it mm-hmm. well, like cody did that cody tried to force the you know these three marriages mm-hmm. and look what happened you know he uh, seemed to marry Janelle on a whim, mm-hmm. you know, and then marrying Janelle didn't get along. And then he married Christine because he thought that she could fix it. I mean, these mm-hmm. are not good reasons to marry someone. Yeah. And yeah, Janelle was basically like his good friend who he decided to uh, make a wife, make his wife because that other woman fell through the one yeah they were waiting to turn 18 oh god well but i think that andy and nicole really really love each other i think yeah. they have a really good relationship and a good marriage so but i what i don't understand is why does it have to be plural or bust why does it yeah. have to be so it has to be plural like what is well that's what, the tenant of the religion if you want to get into the celestial you kingdom, have to you have you, to yes. have to have to have yes. more than one wife you have to have more than one wife and it preferably at least three that's what At I've always three. that's what I've always oh, okay. heard. You know, and don't quote me on that, but that's what I've always heard on like from all these mm. sources or whatever. Okay. Okay. So anyway. Right. Poor good, Andy. Good luck, I do. If anyone them. listen, if anyone out there knows what's going on with Andy and Nicole, yeah. let's find out. Because you're you're right. Part part of the problem is it actually does behoove you to marry people kind of early on. So you all kind of like this is the life yeah, you, that grow you, know. you grow up together. You grow up together, but together. you all this is the life you know. You don't get used to it because I think that if you get into a marriage and you you kind of get used to like sleeping with your partner every two to three days, then that's fine. You kind of get used to, like that is your marriage. Mm-hmm. Your marriage is mm-hmm. used to this. But if your marriage has been you one on one for 15 years and then you go to this, yeah, that is hard. And that's you can tough. see how clearly Robin disrupted Robin disrupted those three much more than Christine disrupted those two. Right. 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 So. Absolutely. Anyway, 
So now we're on to college-bound browns. Um, and we're at Janelle's house, and Cody calls Mary and <laughs> says, Hey, lover, <laughs> what you doing? Are you ironing those shirts of mine? <laughs> That's so romantic. So romantic. Oh, yes. And, and she says, oh, yes, well, I need for you to tell me what shirts you want, and then I'll iron them. I love her. <laughs> oh, God. God. Yeah, gosh, Cody and Mary are so lovey-dovey I know, season. they are. They oh, are goodness. just, I think they've always been like this. I don't think, I mean, do you think that Cody does not call Janelle lover? I think Janelle would be like, what did you just call me? <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Okay, so they are, so remember from the episode before last, I think, remember <laughs> yes. uh, Danielle, the uh, Episcopal priest? Yes, who, remember the Chinese buffet? The Chinese buffet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's a, a, a religion and theology professor at, I don't know which they, one, they, they, which they one of those say, colleges. They don't say what college she's connected to. It's funny. They won't say, they just say she lectures around colleges. Okay, so she invited uh, the Browns and some of their older children to come to Boston and talk to, yeah, some students from a variety of different colleges, somewhere from Tufts, somewhere from There was one from Harvard, Harvard. probably someone from BU. Um, so they take Logan, Aspen, Leon, and Maddie. So Logan is a senior. He's 17. Aspen and Leon are juniors. They're also 17. They're 16. They're 16. Maddie's a sophomore. She's 15. So they're like, you know, thinking about college, want to look at the all these colleges in Boston. And they're going to do a panel discussion. Um, and the kids are going to be part of it, too. Yeah. This this hands down was my favorite part, which is Logan packing. He is so excited for this trip. He's mm -hmm. like so happy to have some time off from school. And all I'm thinking is <laughs> he is so happy to get away from his full time parental duties. Yeah. Yes. He is like, I don't have to take care of kids. For I don't have to cook you know, any meals. You know, he's like one of those mothers who is like, oh, my God. You know, I finally getting away from the kids. Like she's like got a spa day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she's just like, I don't have any kids to take care of. I'm going to a hotel. I'm yeah. gonna order room service. I'm gonna lay in a bathtub. He is so excited. He's like, I don't, I'm not planning on going to any of these schools, but I'm just so excited. <laughs> He's like, I don't think I can get into any of these yeah, schools, but, but I'm gonna go. Oh God, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just so excited to get away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> poor, poor Logan. I know. And Maddie says, maybe seeing the colleges will make me want to do better in school so I can get into one of them. <laughs> yes. But she's nervous. She's very nervous about these. Yeah. Um, she's not as cool as she thinks she is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Logan, I wrote the exact quote. He says, I have no illusion that I will get into one of these colleges. It's just cool to see them. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, he's just so happy. To get out of the house yeah. and away from these little kids. And Cody's main concern is packing for himself. Yes. There's oh, yeah. He's not helping anybody. No. He's, he's like, ripping and running from house to house. Like, oh, cares only about himself. Mm. Yeah, but he's very worried. Is it this him? He's worried about being compared to Warrant Jeffs and oh, FLDS. God, again. He doesn't want to get defensive and all of those things and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Christine says she's nervous because she's picturing an audience full of feminists. Yes. Like that's that's the East. They're very worried about these East Coast personalities. Yeah. I think she's thinking that everybody on the like the East Coast kind of like women are, you know, with like turtlenecks and blazers and <laughs> right short hair and just these feminists that are going to like glory, you know, like yeah, going to come Gloria after Steinem her. Yeah. Are going to come after her. And yeah, Robin was talking about this, like, oh, all these women thinking that we're settling for less and we should be asking for more and there's something wrong with our lifestyle and they're going to be attacking us and quite defensive. Yeah. So they're already worried. Yeah. <clears throat> so when they get, they get to this hotel and Cody just loves being in the hotel because <laughs> he has access to the whole family. They're all on one floor. And he says, this is easier than being at home in Las Vegas. And he goes around, he collects keys from everybody and 
He's just so excited. Yeah, he's very excited. And so he has got to get keys from everybody and write, what does he write? Everybody's names yeah, in the hotel. So. Puts their initials <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> now, does he get the kids' hotel keys too or just the wives? Well, and also too, I felt like the kids were staying in the rooms with their moms. Like, oh, Ask- they, were they? Oh, that's yeah, right. Because Aspen, Aspen and Christine with- were in the same room. So it's not like he can go like really get romantic with anybody. I guess that's true. Well, were Logan and Maddie in the room with Janelle? I'm not sure. I just uh. saw Chris. There was just a scene with Christine and Aspen. Uh, yeah. Huh. I don't know about the All right. the rest. So then they go downstairs and they meet up with Danielle. And they're going to go to dinner with some of the students. Yeah. And Logan has a big time crush on Danielle. Yeah. He I said, think he seems. Yeah, he, he does. He says that she's a mix of a very smart person and Christine. <laughs> And then Aspen says, you just slammed my mom. Yeah. <laughs> but I think what he meant was like someone, a sweet person. Yeah. Sweet like disposition. a sweet, cute and bubbly person mixed with someone with like a Harvard and Yale education, yeah. like formal education. I think that's what he meant. But <laughs> yeah. But I guess Danielle Tuminio is his type. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I think I think Logan is just happy to be He's out. He's just so happy I mean, to this, be out in the world. This entire trip, Logan was like, I'll get ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where are we? The 17th century colonial oh, thing? Oh, awesome. great. This is great. Oh, awesome. Where are we now? Oh, good. I don't have to t- take care of a little kid. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I'm not cooking for anybody. You <laughs> I mean he's just so happy not to have adult response? He's just so happy yeah. not to have a responsibility. This is his first time in his life. Yeah. That he has been able to be carefree for a few days. Yeah. It's fe- Which yes. is sad. He's, a, like, he's been on a family vacation where he has not had little kids. Well, I guess that is true. I guess the summers when he goes up to the ranch. Well, but God on the ranch, he's like, he's, but I, he, but I, think, I think he, he really enjoy- enjoys, he enjoys it, it, but he's, it. you know, putting cattle through, yeah. but he, I know he enjoys those things, but yeah. 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 He can just relax. Yeah. He's having a good time. Let him have some ice cream for Christ's sakes. So, but uh, yeah, we're all we meet the grad students and the and I thought this discussion was really interesting because this doesn't quite match up with what happens in the future. Correct. I mean, I haven't seen all the episodes, but they ask about right alternative lifestyles and about you know how do you feel about all the various lifestyles. Oh, is this in the that world? guy George who asked him? Yeah, or? it's about that. But they, but they do. They ask about polyamory and and um, you know just the different lifestyles that are out there. Mm-hmm. And about you know George says you know I was wondering I'm gay mm-hmm. and you know I was wondering if you would accept me you know and they Cody goes into this whole thing about choices and we you know. Of course, we accept, you know, all different kinds of lifestyles. But from everything that I've heard was that Cody isn't very accepting of his children. Not now. Yeah. You know, Cody really, I don't know when he took a turn, but he's, you know, because in these earlier seasons, he really is. I mean, he does goofy things, whatever. But I mean, compared to what he's like now, I mean, he was much more easygoing then, and um, God, now he's just so bitter and whatever. But yeah, because he, well, I mean, you know, he, he, I don't know if he's actually said anything out loud, but I mean, the imp- the implication, I feel, is that he has problems with Gwen, and he has mm-hmm. problems with Leon, and uh it says that they don't really fit into the family. And so I don't know. Yeah. He's, I've heard, I've heard him say many times about the, about Leon, especially Mm -hmm. that Leon doesn't fit in with the family. So what does that mean? Does that mean that you have issues with Leon because of Leon's lifestyle or is there some sort of issue, personal issue with Leon that has nothing to do with Leon? He seemed, he seemed to be okay when Leon came out as being gay. He seemed okay with mm-hmm. that and accepting of that. And, you know, uh, but then I think when Leon transitioned, I think he felt like that was a bridge too far. Mm. I'm just guessing, but. Well, it's very it different because he said it's all about choice, accepting others and their choices. Yeah. So. Well, that's the old Cody. Yeah. So uh, what's happened to Cody in between now and then? 
Maybe he's got more and more involved in some groups or some yeah. political beliefs. Maybe. And maybe he just, maybe he's, I just feel like he's just kind of angry and bitter. Like life hasn't turned out the way that, you know, he wanted mm-hmm. it to. And he's, I think he feels kind of humiliated by all of the, Mm-mm. everything that's happened. You know, mm. basically, you know, I mean, three people, three wives left him, basically. Mm. Anyway. Anyway, well, the teens, um, they ask if the if uh, the grad students ask if the teens want to get ice cream, and Logan's like, "Yeah, I do. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, I want to get ice cream. This is awesome." So, um, and co- they ask all of the on the panel, or not? This isn't the panel yet. This is just the meeting with the students. But mm-hmm. they ask all of them if they want to ha- lead plural marriage, and Leon says um they want to live the lifestyle and then a little bit of shade um even though my frontal lobe isn't developed mm. so some shade on robin <laughs> on robin yeah and then um madison says no aspen says no she says it's just so difficult i, I get the sense that aspen has a really hard time saying no do you know what i mean i get the sense that aspen um she she said it looks so it looks really difficult. Mm-hmm. I get the sense that Aspen is starting to pick up how difficult all of this is for her mother mm-hmm. and doesn't really know how to articulate it or I don't know. Right. I think we're starting to see Aspen see how her like, mother is bullshit. This yeah. is bullshit. My mother's not as happy as she comes across as being. Mm-hmm. And this is a lot harder or she's starting to feel really put upon and I'm not happy and I don't like this. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then now they're, they're getting these questions fast and furious now that the show is on and it's coming up more and more. Mm-hmm. And I think she feels guilty saying, I don't like this. That's the sense I get with her. Yeah. Like, Maddie feels no problem right. saying, no, right. I don't like this. Yeah, um, no, Aspen's a real people pleaser. And she is. That's a good way of saying it. She's a real people pleaser. She, and she has a hard time saying she doesn't like yeah, it. Yeah, and she's so parentified. Maybe even more so than um, Logan. Mm-hmm. Um, she really, she really, like, it's almost like she and Christine almost had, like, more of this, like, like, they were partners. Yeah. You know, they were... Because Aspen was, Aspen raised, like, all those kids. And because Christine had to work. That's something people think Christine was always this stay-at-home mom. And she was for, you know, times. But but she had, she was working. Mm-hmm. She was working when she was pregnant with Truly. Yeah. Well, and I also think some of its personality, too, which is, I think Logan is someone who is, Definitely glass half full, Mm -hmm. roll with the punches. I think it takes a lot for for someone to piss him off. Mm -hmm. I think, look at him with this Boston trip of like, we're going to Boston, great. Like packing up my stuff, like Mm -hmm. we're going for ice cream, great. And I think it's the same for him of, this is my life. This is what I'm doing. Okay, let's go. And I think he's obviously, you know, it's very obvious that you see him now and he does not have children. I think that's a choice, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe eventually he'll have children who knows but i think if you asked him today he would say well yes i'm very happy for my life but now i'm happy to not do that i think that's his attitude and who he is i think aspen is much more tortured by it all right she feels guilty i think she feels a lot more i think logan it doesn't mean that logan doesn't feel things as much i just feel like logan is someone who um he just doesn't it just doesn't eat away at him that yeah. same way. I think he's I think he sees things just differently and, and feels it differently. And I also think that he's very much the firstborn son and the favorite. I think Janelle is a different kind of person and a different kind of mom. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and I think I think that Janelle, I think Christine also is put a smile on your face kind of a person and Janelle's not. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Logan also probably knew, you know, I'm going to graduate from high school and I'm going to go to college. Yeah. And I'll be that then I'll be done. And, you know, I'll just put in my time and and that'll be that. And then he just left it behind. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, God, we never saw Logan. I mean, hardly ever, if at all, after he left for college, it seemed like, Mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah. And Aspen. Yeah. She just seems so kind of like. 
just it was just hard for her to answer these things yeah. just like just tell them you don't want to do it yeah you, know, you have okay. the right to say it's okay to have an opinion yeah say no or you can say i don't know right now you know you don't owe anybody anything yeah so anyway we see um christine and aspen <laughs> in their hotel room and christine is irritating aspen's mm-hmm. now very irritated by christine yeah, Christine can be irritating. Yeah, speaking in her Boston accent. And so, what is there to do? Let's go to the Plymouth Plantation, yeah, which is a recreation not? of a 17th century colonial village. Logan loved it. Yes. Um, Logan thought it was awesome because he loves history and social sciences. <laughs> um, so, of course, you know, you know, it's one of these kind of typical everybody's, you know, in costume and playing these parts. And then we meet the great great grandmother of the person who started oh, their jo- an ancestor of Joseph Smith. Yes. And yeah. they're all excited about meeting her. And we get to see where, you know, the settlers and all of this. And then, of course, Cody has to make <laughs> this entire experience about himself. About how Vegas is their Plymouth Rock <laughs> and about their religious freedom uh, and all of that. I'm like, oh, God, can't you guys just go to this thing, Cody? Yeah. And it, it's got and nothing to do with fun. you. You know, it's American history. Yeah. And he's like, hey, I felt sacred there. It's like, OK. <sighs> just be there. <laughs> yeah. Just just be there. Enjoy the history. Yes. So... Now I have written down Tufts and Harvard. Yes. Well, they met up with the grad. So then they met up with the grad students. And then first they visited Tufts, which is a great school. I couldn't get in there. Um, hard to get into. And then they went to over to Cambridge and Harvard, over to Harvard Square and saw Harvard. And, um, you know, Logan's saying, you know, I'm not going to go to these schools because of distance and money. And of course, again, very pragmatic. And mm-hmm. education is an education. Yeah, you know, so smart. So yes, practical. again, he's he's Janelle's son. And then the next day is the day of the panel, and uh, Danielle's going over everything with them. And so they, you know, they go to the panel. They didn't even have a full house. I'm surprised they couldn't fill that room with people. But I guess the show wasn't hadn't been <laughs> I on. I guess Sister Wise wasn't popular. Yeah. with uh, the Boston college crowd. Yeah. Well, I guess. Yeah, I guess the show hadn't been on very long by then. Yeah. And um, I know. Yeah, I guess the it, it also college students and a, a network right this is like a cable tv show and college students i think yeah. it's kind of a hard sell but it's not their demographic yeah. yeah but um but the best is they introduce them and so they go up there and of course cody starts it off and and this is how cody starts he starts well to know about me you have to go back to the 1830s. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> oh, Cody, it's Cody. only an hour long panel. Oh, you're really gonna start there, and then he, we have to hear the history of Mormon, you know, and all of this. Yeah, stuff. he starts lecturing about Joseph Smith and about plural celestial marriage and who began that. Thing. Oh, it's just like, god. oh, you're losing these people. You're gonna lose them. You're gonna lose them. So we get through. Thank God. I was like, oh, God, are we going to listen to this whole spiel? I was like, can we come on, yeah, TLC? Move let's, let's move it along here. So then they bring up the kids and then we get the, the the questions about the lifestyle to the kids. Do you, you know, how do you do you? The first question, of course, is about, you know, the education. And do you do you essentially force this lifestyle on your kids? They didn't say force, but um, so on and so forth. Um, and. One of the questions was, why do you think people are so angry about polygamy? Um, And it's interesting. Christine's answer was because they don't understand it. And I kept thinking, well, is that really the truth? Is that why people are angry about polygamy? Is because they don't understand it? I feel like it's got nothing. I feel like it's got more to do than just not understanding it. I feel like there are other reasons why people aren't on board with polygamy yeah um exactly people understand that it's not they understand perfectly fine that it's not okay for a 40 year old 50 60 year old man to have uh, a bunch of child brides Mm -hmm. and and live on a compound and they can't i mean come on it's like they want to they they 
I don't know why they're so obsessed with distinguishing themselves from Warren Jeffs and other polygamists like that. It's like, we know, we get it. You're not up here with the prairie dresses and you're, you know, you are of legal age. You were mm-hmm. of legal age when you got married. We're not talking about that. That's not what anybody's talking about when they're talking about polygamy. They are talking about these horrible people who basically run a cult and they, they're, they're sex abusers. They're child sex abusers. And they're... Mm-hmm. And so it's like, God, I, I am so tired of this this talk. I mean, we all understand it, Christine. We all understand it. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know why they would bring up Warren Jeffs in this panel discussion. This isn't even about that. That's that's a extreme case. We're talking about people who are actually living, you know, consenting adults mm-hmm. who are living this religion just and what the rules of their religion are. They're, they're studying religions, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I don't know where, what, to, what else to say, but I'm just so tired of the. But I have a question for you. Do you think that polygamy, do you think that polygamy is OK if it's all consenting adults well, I mean, I don't know what you mean by okay, because I do think that it is, I do think... Should it be, should it be legal? I guess is a question. Then. I don't know, because I think that it affects children in a negative way, and it can, mm-hmm. you know... I mean, like we, we've talked about before, they really only prosecute people for polygamy when it's coupled with something else, mm-hmm. with some type of welfare fraud or yeah. child abuse or, you know, something like that. The people don't seem to care about it in and of itself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've talked about how the brown children have suffered in a lot of ways growing up like this, but a lot of kids suffer growing, yeah. growing up just in general and whatever. So I don't know how I feel. I mean... I'm on the fence about it because, you know, yeah, if it's consenting adults, I think consenting adults should be able to do whatever they want to do. My only issue with it is like the children and not complicating the children's lives and, uh, you know, and having parentified older children, like all these things we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I go back and forth on this, too, about whether or not, you know, is this... Yeah, because look, there's look, there's a lot of extreme religions that people don't question, like Hasidic Jews. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a lot of yes, very they do. extreme beliefs, and I, you know, that things that could be harmful probably are harmful to you know the wives and the the children. It's extremely male dominated and very domineering, and mm-hmm. um, so you know, I mean. That's the hard thing when you get into religions and comparing them, you know. Yeah. Yeah, all these religions are always favor men. They well, all seem to. Yes. They do. That is true. Every single one of them, um, you know, started by a man. and Huh. Interesting. <laughs> all started by men. <laughs> all, all based All led on, by men. All led by men, started by men, and all, what did you say earlier, all based on... Faith, faith and things Blind that faith, we maybe. that we don't really ever have true evidence for. Yeah, interesting. Very, very interesting. And then they ask this question about brother husband. Oh, Cody hates that. that. Yeah, Cody. That really triggers Cody. It does trigger him. Um, they ask about are the kids happier now than than that the parents are out talking about things. Of course, Logan's like, you know, they're happy. He's happy that they're out taking steps to release the fear, the tension stereotypes, um, you know, but he is ha- he was happier in Utah than in Vegas. And I'm like, God, this is you feeling sad. This is you. You down. This is, this is yeah. He's always um, diplomatic. Yes. Leon says that they're happier, um, you know, happier being um, out now because they don't have to explain their life maddie says leaving utah was terrible awful Mm -hmm. aspen likes vegas um and that cody admits that they're not as together as they once were you know overwhelmed by the move um and they were you know worried about how the audience would perceive the fact that their kids you know were very honest about the fact that they weren't as happy Mm -hmm. being in vegas as they were in utah but overall, they're very happy that the audience was curious and open and not combative or defensive mm-hmm. as they thought they were, that they weren't 
a bunch of, you know, East Coast feminist, <laughs> feminist women. And, feminist you know, liberals. Liberal women with turtlenecks and <laughs> blazers. <laughs> I don't know what she was expecting out here in the East Coast or whatever, but and that they were very accepting. So, yes. yes. Well, people in institutions of higher learning who chose, these are people who are choosing to study religion. Yes. So of course, yes. they're going to be, you know, curious and want to know. And open. But yeah. I think, yeah, I think they thought that they were going to get people that were wanting to throw stones and yell at mm. them and persecute them, you well, know, because Cody is so put yeah. upon by the world. Well, they're very paranoid. And I guess that comes from years of growing up and having to live in secrecy and not being able to tell mm-hmm. anybody. And so, yeah, they all are pretty paranoid yeah, to one degree or another. Which is understandable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that obviously this Danielle wasn't trying to set them up for being, you know. No. Yeah. I mean, so. I don't know. I feel like the show probably approached her you know Mm -hmm. don't you think i mean or maybe she was watching sister wives and on tv and she maybe she contacted them i don't don't know i don't know how they hooked up or yeah yeah i don't know that's a good question um i don't know well cody keeps talking about her being his friend well where'd you guys meet I yes mean, come on. Uh, maybe she emailed cody <laughs> and now they're great friends yeah, or I something think maybe she probably reached out and and started thought this. it would be a cool thing yeah i mean listen they didn't pay for their they don't have no. finite resources yeah they don't have money to fly so all these they, people to boston yeah i mean how many were there like nine people to boston and those hotel rooms and yeah, all of that no, so they didn't pay for any of that well, yeah. So anyway, in terms of I actually sat down, I watched a little bit of Gwen's YouTube mm-hmm. because I knew she went back and was watching season one. So I was kind of curious. She was watching the wedding episodes and um, it was just funny watching her. So she was watching episodes. I think it was season one, episode six and seven, which were the episode leading up to the wedding and then the wedding itself. Mm-hmm. And it was just, there were a few things that I thought were interesting. She was talking about how, you know, Robin in these early episodes were so, she said, you know, Robin is so silly and goofy. And she said, I remember that Robin. And she mm-hmm. said, she's not like that anymore. Mm-hmm. She said she was once really silly, goofy. And she's like, I don't know what, she's like, I don't know what happened. She used mm-hmm. to be like that. I'm like, maybe Cody something happened yeah robin used to be a fun silly person and being married to cody really well, did it in, also her in. i think things didn't turn out the way she wanted them oh god either. well she's very forthright she, about that yeah one, right? she's, she wanted to have this big happy polygamous life yeah and she didn't get that and she's very bitter about that um but it's funny like listening to her talk about these things they talk about in one of those um she talks about the ugly brown dresses. She was like, mm-hmm. oh, those are the ugliest dresses. And then she talks about, you know, the they show that issue with the wedding dress, you know, how upset mm-hmm. Christine was. And Gwen was very much on her father's side. Mm-hmm. She was like, why is my mom so upset about this? It's a wedding dress. Like, because she, it's, you know, Gwen is getting married soon. Mm-hmm. So she really took Robin's side, the bride's side, on everything. Right. She's very much like being, she's sort of a little bit of a bride bride in this bride mode of, what's well, it's her day. Mm-hmm. You know, she gets to decide if, you know, Christine's like, well, can I wear a corsage? Because, you know, I'm going to be holding truly. And she's very, you know, Gwen is in this state of, if, if, if the bride wants you to hold flowers, hold flowers, you know, like if the <laughs> yeah. bride wants you to do this, do this, you know. So she's very much in this headspace. And she felt like, well, in McKelty's wedding, I think Tony helped McKelty pick out her dress. And why is this so upsetting? And I Because thought was, it wasn't about the dress. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. she then says this. She said, I, I side with my father. I'm really shocked about how mad my mom is with him. But then she says, but this was a lot deeper than the dress. Mm-hmm. And that's what she says. One thing she said was that Gwen, they were talking about the religious ceremony and how the religious ceremony was not shown on TV. Mm-hmm. Gwen says that she wasn't at that religious ceremony either. Mm-hmm. None of the little kids were there. She said that she's never been to that temple. She said mm-hmm. the little kids have, ne- she's never been to that temple ever. Little kids are never allowed in the temple. And she said that she's like, even today, I would love to go to one of these temples. Apparently, the temple is beautiful. Tem- what temples? 
the temple for that weird religion that they're a oh, part they of. They actually have like physical temples. temples. So they, Robin and Cody, were married at that temple. Uh huh. None of the little kids could go. I don't know but what the, the older age, kids could. I think the older kids went. The little kids didn't go. I don't know where they were. She says, I remember feeling really, really sad mm. that I couldn't go. And she said today, because she's not part of the religion, she can't go. Mm-hmm. She said, so that's one thing that really upsets me is I've, I heard that these temples are gorgeous and I wish I could see one, but mm. I can't now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she just, it was interesting how much she, because she's in this bride headspace, how much she sided with Robin and that she's not, anti her father like she can really see sort of both sides but she really sees that and she's very very goofy yeah (laughs) she's really a goofy and very add like all over the place her attention span goes absolutely everywhere i mean i've watched some of her other episodes but i was surprised about how all over the place she is and how um how fair she is, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Like, just her yeah, perceptions no, she of is. things. She's she not is. all one side or no. the other. No. So, she, yeah, and she kind of has no filter, so she doesn't yeah, care. Yeah, she really doesn't have a filter. She says it as she sees it. Anyway, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I'm going to go back and wa- I'm going to keep watching them. But yeah, they're good. I just, I, f- I forget, you know, I forget that they're out there. Yes. But, um, yeah, in other news this week, Savannah graduated from yes. high school. Yes. And Janelle posted some uh, cute photos, and Gwen was there. It's very exciting. So I guess Janelle is officially <laughs> an empty nester. Yeah, that's right. So Janelle, that's it. Yeah, it's very exciting. And then there was something else that Janelle did with. Oh, she went. She went to visit um, David and Christine. Oh, and she was like, they have those. I don't know what are they called razors or not razors uh like scooters no they're like a they're kind of like a off-road vehicle oh, like an ATV yeah like a big ATV and they're, they're like a four-seater and you go out like on the dunes mm-hmm. and stuff on them and David has one of those and she and her sister were there visiting and they were all riding in the I wish I could remember the name of it it's not a razor but I think it starts with an R sure people are screaming at me right now mm. but um but yeah so I don't know, janelle's just you know she's killing it yeah christine killing it they're just loving their lives out there yeah. david's just providing quite the life you know it'd be great if like david wonder if david's got a brother or you know oh, a good friend you know yeah or a friend or yeah. You know, some someone in his orbit. Yeah, because Janelle, she likes camping and outdoorsy stuff. Yeah, and she like, likes all that kind of stuff. Yeah. She likes someone that she can do all those things with. Like maybe someone who likes to RV now that mm-hmm. all her kids are grown. She needs someone who enjoys, you know, RV life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Christine, hook a sister up. Yeah. Janelle... Janelle needs you. Yeah. Someone who, you know, enjoys um, RV life. <laughs> yeah, she's back living in the RV for the summer. Oh, okay. Um, but I think she's in an RV. I hope she's got RV a water park. hook. Yeah. I was going to say, I hope you have a water yeah. hookup, Janelle. And you I, should not be doing this. I don't understand that. If she has an apartment, why is she moving into the RV? Is she moving out of the apartment? I don't know. But she had a post on Instagram showing Gabriel was helping her set it up mm-hmm. and she was talking about how she now she has the hookups and it's you know it's much oh, good much better so i don't know janelle's just likes an adventure yeah well good all right okay all right well thank you for tuning in um if you like this podcast and um want please subscribe if you're not already subscribed and um, please give us, if you have not already, please give us a five-star review and write us a few kind words. We are on social media at Psych Legal Pop on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and I think that's it. We are here every Tuesday and Thursday. Tuesdays, we do our Sister Wives Rewind, and we usually try to pull out whatever 
latest is happening in the sister wives world and on thursdays we cover whatever the latest um documentary is and we're going to be doing some scripted shows and if you have any you know ideas or recommendations for us you know tell us um on social media what you're thinking about and i think that's it yeah we i guess we can promote we're going to be doing starting june 22nd or so the is that uh, the date just yeah. like and just like that and just like the that we, yes this uh, is this is i when that first season obsessively talking about the show oh I, yeah yeah and then I, I that's was all listen, i could talk yeah about. listening to podcasts analyzing yeah. the show yeah so we're gonna do that for sure and um but until then we're looking um, for some things i we, i watched we watched the first episode of the kardashians and ugh yeah, I don't know. I mean, 20 minutes of watching Kylie learn stick shift. I mean, oy. yeah, so, unless that show gets dramatically better. Um, I don't know if we're going to be covering that. Uh, yeah. So we need we there's so, some there's some good there's some good documentaries out right now. But we need you know, we need something good. We need like a good. It'd be like, nice to love get, is blind was so, you know, we need like something like an episode driven. Yeah. yeah episodic. But not something. something like really, really long. Yeah. You know, something, but something juicy. Yeah. Well, if you have any suggestions, uh, put it in a yeah. uh, comment on Instagram. All right. All right. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.